we are ACS and we're here to actually chat. S cannot be here, um, so we will do this episode without her, but it is a topic that we feel like should be spoken about because it's yeah. happening now, but it's been happening since forever. Yeah, it's so. just out in the... It's, it's not even now. It's like it's, it's been out of the shadow now. It's like yeah, into the light. Let's see. So we're gonna be talking about the Euros, <laughs> um, just football in general, and the racism that has come into light due to England losing the final. Um, I'm gonna start with the group stages. Yeah. Um, very if, surprising. <laughs> no. Um. I am like, honestly, the Euros is when I've actually become like a really like football watching person. Like, I remember um, C, she would watch um, like the beginning of the group stages during lunchtime. And I was like, what is wrong with this girl? Like, we have mocks and this girl's watching YouTube <laughs> football. But I was like, do you know what? Um, then I started watching some of the England matches and I was just like, oh, this is a bit of me. So um, I just want to talk about, for example, Raheem Sterling. This man, if they had won the tournament, he would have got player of the tournament. Um, because in my eyes, he's one of like the best England players of the team, right? Okay. During the group stages, he scored, and that's the only reason why they got the points and they were at the top of at their table. Yes. Harry Kane, I don't know what he was doing. Just penalty taking. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know what he was doing, and then. Like, all the England fans were like, yeah, Sterling, the pound sign, yeah, he's he's doing things for us. He He's the reason the why... The real Englishman. Yeah, Englishman, <laughs> all, these, all these praises, right? And then when we got into... I didn't really see him on, like, the front cover of Newses. No, um, when they won the semis, which is just, far, like, a few weeks before, after the, the group stages, um, only one newspaper put him on the front and they put Harry Harry Kane's penalty on the front cover of newspapers but but I swear it was um Sterling's assist yeah it was Sterling's no it was Saka's assist to Sterling's goal yeah so those two black males I did not see them on the national cover like ever like I understand call Harry Kane captain he scored but throughout the whole tournament up to that point, in anybody's eyes who actually watched the football would know that it was Sterling who was making the passes, who was scoring the goals for them even to be there in the first place. Fast forward to the final, it was 1-1, um, goes to penalties, and unfortunately, we lost. Very <laughs> up. So yeah, it comes to the finals. And all of this rubbish comes along. But I think we should start with how beautiful the sport is. Mm. Um, we had great groups. Groups. England yeah. were one of the lucky ones to be in the easier group, let's say. Um, group A was also a good group with Turkey, Italy, Switzerland, Wales. Both... F. Yeah. No, that was A. That was Group A. And then Group F was the... The killer. The killer. I feel like they would have done so much better if they were in teams like it were in groups like um, if they were separate rather yeah, than together. Yeah. So um, rather than like England, countries like England, the Netherlands as well. But um, I feel like and also Belgium, people got surprised. 
they they didn't go past the France round didn't go 16. Past. Portugal didn't go past. Yeah. Like, it was, like, entertaining because it was, like, somebody new is actually going to become a champion yeah. rather than France, rather than Portugal, rather than Spain, Belgium, like, the good teams. Like, they were all knocked out. Yeah. So it was, ex- it was exciting. Yeah. It was also exciting to see how good Italy was playing because they hadn't been in... They hadn't qualified for the last uh, World Cup. And if I'm not wrong, also the Euros in 2016 and they've always had a good team they've always had a they have passionate fans they'll forever have passionate fans and they're probably Mancini just... came in and just absolutely fixed up that team yeah so before I not, don't not a knowing names <laughs> <laughs> before any slander right Italy deserved to win they were the better team it is what all it round is. yeah like if you saw them actually play you'll be like bloody hell yeah i feel like england they played good football and they scored the goals and they won but it just games, wasn't their time but it was first it wasn't their time and also you know when people can look at football and say football is beautiful the the way that england was playing wasn't beautiful football but the way italy played there was just something about it i feel like there was this type of like little it's just like you see in belgium play you see in france play they can create things even though they didn't go far they're good team. They're entertaining. Even if it finishes nil nil, they're entertaining games to yeah. watch. And you know what? I feel like with England, like I feel like this is a good start. This is a good summer to build from because they, to me, they can only get better. They have the players. The players just lack experience. That's literally what it is. I feel like. I don't even think it's players. I think it's Southgate. Southgate, like he's made some. Let's talk about it. He's made some questionable decisions, including putting Saka last for the penalty, which I believe was like the wrong thing to do. But the whole the whole tournament, he he failed to put Grealish up, like as an under lineup. He failed to like he he just made so many mistakes, especially with like defense, not defense, but like mid Mid, midfield. midfield, like. They could have done so much better in so many games. They had, like, uh, even though they won, like, 2-0, 1-0, they could have beat countries, like, 5-0 yeah. if mistakes weren't made. And I also feel like the the team is really united. They are. But I feel like Gareth Southgate is just... He's not there. He's not part of it. Mm. Um, With... His mistake, like the biggest one, I feel like the soccer, um, it's caused a huge amount of racism. Now, let's just get this like cleared up, right? <clears throat> Unfortunately, people who lost the penalties were Jane Sancho, Marcus Rashford, and Bukayo Saka. Um, and they are three black players. And the amount of like, as soon as they lost, well, until Saka's penalty was saved. The amount of like monkey emojis and like N words phrases, I was just like, where was this energy when they were scoring and winning? You can't pick and choose when you can be like, I don't understand. Do you know what I mean? I'm. I wasn't surprised to be honest with you. No, no, no. I wasn't surprised, and that is why one of the reasons. I know it's not about me. I know racism is not about me, but that is one of the reasons why I. I choose to not support England, even though I live in this country. I feel like 
ever since I was little, I've always seen this hatefulness coming from England fans, and I'm saying that as a broad term, England fans, with, um, like, experience from when I was little, I saw England fans, like, break people's cars mm. because they lost the game. I saw them break people's windows. Like, I know someone personally mm. that when Portugal played against England, their window got broken. We see it in the Premier League all the time. There's um there's that there's there's the like controversy of taking the knee. When that came in place during COVID, like during the beginning of this season actually. And um everyone had something to say about it basically. It was that was a problem there. So I feel like it was all the signs were always there. Yeah. And do you know what I feel like it's even worse about this whole situation? Everybody knew what would happen if England lost. Yeah. Everybody knew the racism, all the abuse that they would face if England lost. Everybody knew. Everyone was just like, black people run out of the pubs. Like, I it was, was crazy. watching it with someone and she said, as soon as Rashford missed that pen, she said, like, I hope people are safe. Like, but that's, that's sad. Yeah. That's absolutely but sad. But then it just comes to show that, do they actually su- uh, deserve our support? Do you know... Uh, this is what I'm saying. Like, I want England to win, but I don't want it for the fans. The fans are like, it's actually, it's actually disgusting. And people like Pretty Patel. Um, Another I'm, one. She's always mentioned in this. She's no, because honestly, she said that the players bending the knee is gesture politics, right? But when she was asked, "Is it okay for the fans to boo?" she said. In quotation marks, they have a right to do that, what they want to do. So now, then after, on Monday, so the day after the finals, She's, she posted on Twitter, I am disgusted that England players who have given so much for our country this summer have been subject to vile racist abuse on social media. It has no place in our country and I back the police to hold those responsible, accountable. Now, and then Tyrone Mings, who is an England defense player mm-hmm. said you don't get to stoke the fire at the beginning of the tournament by labeling our anti-racism message as just a politics and then pretend to be disgusted when the very thing we're complaining against happens and i 110 thousand percent agree with his statement because this woman is now coming and picking and choosing because <laughs> all the um even what's it called no because i don't all these politicians are really annoying to me. Boris Johnson had something to say. The royal family had something to say. Um, Pretty Patel had something to say. And with the royal family, where was that energy with Meghan? Because they were racist to her all the time. So why are you... They're all piping like... up. They're all piping up because everybody is, like, like against it. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. if nobody had said anything, they wouldn't have said anything. I feel like with the knee thing... I get why players don't want to do it. Hear me out. I, ha- I get why black players don't want to do it. Because mm. they feel like, why should I be-, be begging on my knees for something I that, that I should already have? So that. players like Wilfred Zaha, he's already said, I don't want to participate in it. Not that I don't agree with the Black Lives Matter movement, mm. but that is not the that is not what's going to make it change it just brings to light something that's happening but yeah. is it actually changing something which makes a hundred percent like it makes sense it makes sense um to be honest with you i do feel disappointed when i see teams not 
taking the knee. I saw it in the Champions League. I saw it in the Europa League. Um, even even sometimes, if, yeah. It sometimes when I don't even see my own teams take the knee, I'm going, oh my god, like. But it's just I feel like it's it's something that. I understand why people don't want to do it, but I don't understand why people don't want to do it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, they don't want to do it because they feel like all lives matter. Like, I don't agree with that. But I agree why a black player might not want to do it. No. And I say black because... Yeah. <clears throat> but with, with bending the knee, I feel like... I feel like it says a lot about you as a person in terms of a football player. Because, for example, the Russian team, they didn't bend the knee at all and they lost. And I was just like, that's what you get. Because, yeah, like, I don't understand. It's something that's been in football for so long. And I feel like racism, no, racism is embedded in, in society. society. <laughs> it's, it's so, it's so deep. And it's just like, it's inherent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I want to say that Yes, that bending knee has brought light. It's not brought enough light. Um, politicians as well are just absolutely. I I cannot tell you how much they annoy me. I don't even think it's just politicians in general. I think it's be people in power because they're not doing enough about it though. Apparently, Boris Johnson is going to go have a meeting with the social media's um, big dogs. I'm just like, bro, you know you it don't want to do it. It should have been done before anyway. He knows he it should have been do done it. before. It was that. Uh, remember, stop um, online abuse that all teams done like the blackout type of thing when yeah. they didn't post anything for a weekend. I'm so sorry if I'm not seeing my lineup on Instagram. I can just go on my app and I'll see my lineup. Like, that's not going to make a difference. Yeah. And I feel like... Um, I feel like, um, especially social media platforms, though, they need to be better at stopping... Yes. They, I feel like there was a suggestion that you should, like, have, like, a form of ID when you're creating an account. Yes. And I personally agree with that because it's just, like... Yeah, you. It's like a verification. It's a verification so, of who so you like, are. So you have like a code. So you get a code. Every citizen gets a code. Yeah. Which they will connect to their account. Yeah. And then it'll make people just accountable. I feel like um, with tickets as well being sold, Yeah. I feel like they should have the details of everyone. If, if I'm buying five tickets, you write the name for the five people that are coming. Like, yeah. I feel like that is identification of these horrible people have to be like they have to be held accountable as much as i know it's difficult it's difficult to control what's going on social media what's who's coming into stadiums it has not enough has been done for it to to stop i also want to mention before even the the final we all have already mentioned we we saw signs of it happening um there were signs with um English fans, and I do say England fans because it is England. All fans. of all of the all of the teams that I saw, I didn't. All the fans, I didn't see them boo to any national anthem. I found and that I, so embarrassing. It's the most disrespectful thing ever. As I don't know, but when I sing the Portuguese national anthem, I feel chills in my body. I feel there's just something patriotic about it, yeah. and um, I feel like rivalry is a thing. But there is an extent of disrespect. There's now this... This is disrespect. This is pure disrespect. Because if I'm booing at you whilst you're saying, God save the queen... Yeah. Like, please. <laughs> they would beat me up. They would actually beat me up. They will... Yeah. 
as you could saw in so many social media videos of them beating up Italians. No, when I tell you, English fans are so embarrassing. First of all, let's let's talk about like what's been happening throughout the whole the whole um, tournament. Yeah, this is just one. This is just one tournament, guys. Just keep that in mind, right? We're so, not talking about two, all the other. World yeah, we're just Cups, talking about we're just UK. talking about Euros, right? Yeah. Euros twenty twenty. A. Um, the final running into running into the stadium for what you can yeah. have big screens outside just watch it there or if go you don't to your have home. a ticket if you don't have a ticket why are you running, rushing yeah. into two a player ran onto the field while they're playing wasting time a fan, yeah. a fan it's embarrassing in the semi-finals a fan thought it was funny to put a laser in schmeichel's eye which i found is so disrespectful during a penalty during it's a penalty so that england didn't even deserve <laughs> and if you think they deserve that penalty Please get your facts straight. <laughs> no, me, me and um, C always are debating about this, but I feel like he got the penalty. It is what he is. He got it. He got it, but then karma comes back. That's why he didn't win the Euros. Um, it's just karma. But anyway. <laughs> and then booing basically every single team that they played against. It's really bad. Like, if you're playing for... No, it's every single time another team had possession of the ball, they would boo. I understand it when it's Arsenal versus Tottenham because it's a club. I get it. Like, you just hate Tottenham. I get that. But when it's a nationality, it's not only just a football... It's not even just a national football team. It's a whole country. When you're wearing that badge in front, you're representing a whole country. Like, it's not just a group of people. It's a whole country. It's, It's... it's, it's more than politics, and it is, politics comes into this. As much as you can say there's no politics in it, politics, politics is in it, uh, race is in it, everything is in it. Like, yeah. it's all part of something. I feel like if you're a football fan, you have your club, you love your club with everything. But what I think what comes first and what gives you the most joy is your national team. Yeah. There's just something about it. There's something... I feel like it, it's just special. It's a. It's just a sense of pride. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because these people are representing me, mm. and I feel like that's. And what, then when they're repre- they're not being represented well. Yeah, that's this is what's really upsetting to me because people like, for example, Sancho, he comes from like literally my area, so it's I have so much pride when he steps on the pitch, and obviously he missed his goal, and that's okay. But the amount of hate that he's receiving, and for me, it's just it's ridiculous because like this is a boy yeah, who's come out of like a place where people don't come out from. Do you know what I mean? So it's I have I always have a sense of pride for 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 Rashford for for Sancho. People in that you can identify, I identify as, yeah, yeah, because I'm I'm a black person, yeah, and they're black people representing England. I understand they're not English because they're not like. They're, 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 they're black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, it's still, like, a sense of pride. So when I see people... That's just me with Cristiano Ronaldo. Like, when people try to diminish their light, do you know what I mean? Their spark for a mistake. And it's the England fans that were rooting for them in the beginning, but because they lost, they're no, they're no longer English. I, it doesn't but make it was sense just something, like, I posted. I said, when you win, you're called English. When you lose, you're called black. And why is black, like, so negative? Yeah. Also, that is a conversation that we want to have. We want to have um, in another in another like segment, segment. Um, which we find interesting. Of should we actually call just words? Just yeah, just the words of like i of identity and like of describing someone. So um, 
I think now it's important to talk about the final in general. Even before the game started, there was already a lot of problem. The way that they treated London streets was disgusting. Oh my God. It's disrespectful for people who live here. It was disrespectful for the clean. I feel so sorry for cleaners. Like, they already go through so much in Central. Imagine now, like... It was actually disgusting. It was disgusting. It was like a landslide. And now I want to say they didn't want protests for Ever- Sarah Everard. They didn't want protests for BLM. They didn't want protests for all these different things because of rubbish and all pollution and coronavirus. But it was not a problem when English fans wanted to do it, wanted exactly. to jump. When I'm telling you, you could not see the floor anymore. It was just rubbish everywhere. it was a landfill site yeah they f- they threw rubbish onto windows they broke things i saw um traffic lights like hanging like it was disgusting they also after the game they destroyed marcus rashford's mural which is very disrespectful but people during the morning put beautiful messages and, little and the, letters. the artist who did it done it again. yeah he done it again, again last yesterday yeah and um which is i feel like Football is, is just ruined by the small minority. Because I don't want to believe it's a large amount of people. Because I feel like... Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I can't... Yeah. It... Like, I can't... Football is an international sport. Yeah, it's... But it's just the small England fans who think about themselves and themselves only that really destroy it for everybody else. And we'll even let's even talk about like the domestic violence, like not even just violence on the streets, domestic violence, which is something that it was like it was a lose lose for people. It if England get beaten, like the the women will get beaten too, basically. Which is disgusting. Um, it's not only women, but I feel like they're the biggest group. The cases of violence go up six twenty six percent when England play, and thirty eight percent when they lose. It's like, I, 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 it's, football's no long, I know it's a game and I know that people take passion, like they are passionate about it, but there is never an excuse for this to happen. I know people get passionate about football. I understand that, but. I got passionate. I was almost about to cry when England lost. But like hurting someone. Raising your hand to abuse someone. Like. I'm, te- I'm asking if any one of you guys are hearing, like, that you've done something like this, or anyone, because I don't even know who listens to this sometimes. Like, it's, it's sometimes it's crazy to think that people close to us can do these things, because it, it's, like, kind of hidden. It's, like, yeah. there, but it's hidden. If you're listening you've done this, I want to ask, like, what did you get from it? Did England win after you pushing people into the river, killing people, stabbing people, um, hitting people domestically, like like violent? You people also got raped during that night. I saw this TikTok of this girl that said, "Last time, come when I was coming from the pub, I saw black men being beaten. I saw and I got I saw Italians being spat on. I saw um, women getting beaten. I saw girls get raped." I saw um, a video of a child getting beaten. A child. Because he was dad. there with his dad, yeah. And the child got... The, t- oh, the child. The dad got beaten up as well. Yeah. In what, the stadium. In the stadium. Yeah. This is exactly why we were saying about the identification. 
Because if I have identification, I can follow you throughout the stadium and I can see what you're yeah. doing. It, it, I cannot fathom, honestly, what goes I through I feel like minds. it should be something like, you know, border control. You know, like now that because you have electric passports, you can just put your passport facing down, but they have they look at you, they investigate you before you go past that those barriers. I feel like that should be done. Like, it's it Security happened during Ian Wright's time. It happened during Rhea Ferdinand's time. It happened during Drogba's time. It happened. It's happening now. now. It's gonna happen in the future. At this rate, it's happened even before that. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. There's no, there's no way to sugarcoat it. England fans are embarrassing. And um, what they've been allowed to do is even worse. It's embarrassing. And I'm going to say they were allowed to do they it. They were allowed to do it. there was a lot it. of things that could prevent it. I'm telling you... Um, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. But um, you know how they put the laser in Schmeichel's eye? England got fined. 30,000. Are you... 35,000 No, but England, got, but England got fined. Yeah. What's the England team? What? What? It's the fans. But it's not even that. They should they should have been fined more in, as a whole. 30 grand is nothing. That for is ruin as well, for the Schmeichel thing, and then for the abuse after the game. Yeah. And um, this is why... Also, I don't know if you saw this, but Boris Johnson is pleading to uh, host the 2026 World Cup. No. Well, not, no. <laughs> um, no. In the UK. No. no, it's not happening. First, you don't deserve it. You don't. They don't deserve it. I feel like I don't want us to have another World Cup. I, there was a statement. The disrespect right? is disgusting. Like there's a person on Instagram called T One Official. He said, "Football cannot come home if the home is not fixed." Mm-hmm. Just like something that similar to what Sidemen said, Sidemen yeah, daily. daily. He said that. I forgot for a second where home was. This isn't my home. And I feel like these players wanted to represent a place that they called home. But, like, home is where you're welcomed. Yeah. And you're not welcomed here. So this is why there's the questioning of should these players keep on playing playing for for England? England? Do you know what? It's even, like, like, even funny to me in this situation, right? We have an example of Mbappé. Same tournament, he didn't score in his penalty with France against Switzerland, and his penalty is by France didn't go in, go through. Yeah, I literally do not see bad things about it him support. from the French people. I did see some comments, of course, but when I pressed it, it wasn't the, French people, yeah, they were the English extent, people to the extent that. Sakas, um, even Sterling, someone who didn't even take the penalty, he got hate for not taking the penalty. Like, there's no way there's out no of it. Win, like, there's no way out of it. Um, I don't understand. Uh, but do you know what? What I feel like, because I saw a video, right, where Ronaldo, he lost a penalty when he was young. <laughs> Mbappe has now lost a penalty when he was young. And Saka, Sancho, Rashford, they've lost penalties when they're young. Ronaldo is a legend. Yeah. So it's, to me, these the people hate will that, become, the, the hate they that, will become legends. The hate that um, Mbappe and Ronaldo got has just made them got bigger, like bigger. I feel like, but they had both of them strive. Hate. They both strive to when they the see. Hate yeah, that's what they do, and I feel like it's easy. And I'll say it's easier for people like Cristiano Ronaldo. 
because I feel like as much as there's people bringing him down and they'll forever be there's more yeah. there's more love than hate but in England there's more hate than love yeah you see in the news because if um did you see the Australian news um thing saying oh, yeah. free black players, players yeah like how would, how would you start off like but that? I can. I know this has nothing to do with race, but Cristiano Ronaldo is Madeiran. I know I'm bringing it back, but like Cristiano Ronaldo is Madeiran, and um, when he plays for Portugal, and doesn't have a good game. Yeah. News say that the Madeiran had a horrible day. When he plays well, they say the Portuguese international had a great game. So I see it even in my own country. I see that they. Even when that we had a, a player called Quaresma, he was a gypsy. Yeah. And they would say the gypsy had a bad game. The gypsy missed this. The gypsy done that. And then as soon as he's done something, as he done something well, the the wonderful Portuguese player. And then this is this is this is exactly where it stems from. It's it comes from the high powers. It comes from the politics. It comes from the news. It's all these people that can actually they have a great influence and they're not using it positively they're not because at the end of the day you should say you should say three young players they missed but do you know what world cup is next year they're gonna do us proud why can't you say that i'm so sorry if you're not proud that england if an english fan is not proud that they got to the final the first first time time. in 55 years in 55 years get help I, I don't understand. No Steven Gerrard could do it. No Frank Lampard could do it. Exactly. No Wayne Rooney could do it. None of these players could, could do, do it. it. And these are like the stars. Of England. Of England. Like, you see these players all the time. Like, they're doing like... No Gary Neville. None of them... Could do it. Could but do it. But our players did it. So put some respect on their name. I'm so sorry. Um, I saw this Sheffield, in Sheffield, like their local newspaper said, um, said the England team represents what England it should be about. Exactly. A group of people from different backgrounds working together to break down barriers. Period. And I thought that was really nice to, to read after the defeat. I think that was a great way to end the episode just on a positive light. Um, thank you for listening. This is something that I feel like is impacted every single person. I feel like if if you haven't got anything from this episode, then it should be that racism is not okay. We need to start spreading awareness of these issues, start raising it to politicians, holding them accountable. Because at the end of the day, people like Boris Johnson were calling Muslims letterboxes. It stems from politics. Make sure to follow our Instagram at A Collective Sound. I want to promote a design and fashion account on Instagram, which is called Hijabi X Closet, spelled H-I-J-A-B-I-X-C-L-O-S-E-T underscore. It's um, a, hijab- a personal hijabi stylist, um, just for modest clothing, just for you don't have to be muslim so you look fancy you look and nice, nice but you're still being modest and obeying yeah and it's it's for you can yeah you don't necessarily have to be a muslim to wear the clothes yeah. they have really cool outfits yeah um you can literally wear them without the hijab like i've i've seen them and they look really cool and cute and just something fun to wear especially now that eid is around the corner as well just something that you can something you can buy without actually thinking about because someone has done it for you um 
And we would like to just finish on a statement C has put together just to express our thoughts in general on football, racism and the Euros. Yes. So this is a letter to those who love football. As an avid, passionate and eager football fan, it fills me with devastation watching the events of Sunday night. I I believe that football is the union of people together through victory and defeat. As much as I know that defeat hurts, it will never justify actions of racism, xenophobia or any other hateful or discriminatory action. It is disgusting to see the way that English fans have continuously disrespected national anthems during the opening of every game and made football fans from all over Europe feel like they can't cheer on their native country without being in fear of danger. There is no occasion where racism will be justified. It is also sickening and disgraceful that black English players have been bullied and targeted for the performance of the whole English squad during the final. It feels like they are not being praised for reaching the final for the first time in 55 years, but for the unfortunate penalty miss. It is worried that a nation only accepts their black players as English when they have a good game, but when they don't, they've removed the word British and replaced with black. The shameful event of violence and fear have occurred all over England during the Euro final and will never be acceptable. I know it is cliche to say, But change needs to happen now. This isn't the first incident of racism in football. It is an ongoing problem. Sterling has been an active ambassador of the BLM movement and has been determined to make a difference in the game, as well as Marcus Rashford, Wilfred Zaha, Morega, and many more fantastic players. Football football players aren't the only ones who can make a change. We need to continue to pressure the FA, UEFA and FIFA and every national and international league to make a stance for change. Recent strategies have been ineffective and more can be done. It is important that we identify and ban racists from watching the game as well as desensitise accounts which spread hateful messages. This, this is just a small step to, to take but is a, is a step in the right direction and what happened over the weekend has once again shown the amount of work that needs to be done. We can also get involved by simply beginning to report discriminatory uh, posts and comments on social media as well as writing the football association right into football associations and club owners. We can't ex- expect freeform to take place without taking necessary steps. We need to take the sport out of, our, out of the hands of unbothered organisations, presidents, owners and chairs. It is clear that they have no intentions to resolve the problem within the game, but, ex- but are extremely comfortable to take money which only benefits themselves. I want to finish off by saying that football isn't just a sport is a big part of people's lives. It's it's our nation, it's our club fans being together. It's more more than what the few people have ruined. And racing is having a great toll on this beautiful sport and on the whole of society. So basically, yeah. Thank you for listening.